Hello, hello, and good afternoon, beautiful people, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Alton, and I'm here with my very first podcast episode, and the name of my podcast is called Hidden in Christ. And this very first episode is called The Journey, and that name came about the journey was when God woke me up this morning and he gave me a poem, and the poem says, The journey is long and swift. It is not easy being a child of God. Though lonely nights may seem empty, when I lift my eyes, I hear your voice saying you are with me. Nothing can separate us nor kill you. Every storm, every wilderness, I designed to build you. I'm the architect. When you feel like an empty vessel, open up and let me fill you. But God, the winds are raging and my faith is failing. Yet I continue to get up because I know you will lift me up. So for now and forever, it's just about you and us. My life is hidden in you, so in you I trust. Hidden in Christ, derived from the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verses 2 through 4, which says, Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. The way I got to the journey is because of a season, the season that I'm in now, but the season that I was in before was preceded this season. Um, I can say it started um, June 7th. That was the first day of this new journey that I'm on, this uh, new season that I'm in, this new season with uh, God. In the season of separation, I'm in the wilderness. I needed to be, I was in a, um, a nine-month relationship with a very, very beautiful woman of God. And I don't mean just by her looks, but a very beautiful woman of God, sweet spirit, beautiful soul. Um, a very godly relationship. God approved the relationship. He gave me his yes. He gave her the same yes. But the thing was, we were not prepared. And I wasn't prepared for the things that would go on in the relationship. I wasn't prepared for the things that would come my way. I thought I was, but I truly wasn't. And I had to find it out the hard way. Nothing, nothing bad, no infidelities, no cheating, no sex, you know. None of those things were present in the relationship. No unfaithfulness. None of those things. We had a great relationship. We studied the word of God very often we prayed very often we went to church weekly Wednesday, Sunday we were always in the presence of God all the time when we were away we did the same things we were always with God but um, it was things that were going on internally that she would tell me and over time it, it started becoming more and more it was almost like it wasn't being shown at first. And I believe that she was in fear that I would just leave her because of all the things that she had going on. She kept saying, I'm a mess. I'm a mess. I'm a mess. She kept saying, she was like, I'm a mess. I'm so much of a mess. I'm so much of a mess. And I understood that because we're all a mess. But our mess is our message. And her mess will be her message, and my mess will be my message. And there's a quote that says, um, if you don't heal from your wounds, 
you will bleed on people that didn't cut you. And that's true. And she did bleed on me. I allowed her to bleed on me. And it got to the so much to the point that it became worse and worse. I seen more and more of it of, you know, not letting the past go. The enemy was always toying with her mind about the past, making her go back to Egypt, making her go back to bondage. But she didn't have to be bound. And I'm declaring in the Korean that she's being set free right now. Because we're not together, we're separated. God called us to end the relationship. He told me first, but I didn't have the courage of Gus to do it because I know she dealt with abandonment issues, rejection. So I felt that if I did it, it would make it even worse and she would feel like that I would, I would, I would have abandoned her or rejected her and I couldn't find the courage to do it and that's disobedience to God and I had to repent to God for those things because I couldn't find the courage to tell her because I cared about how she felt when I should have just cared about how God felt. So that was the first thing that went wrong. But anyway, June 7th, we just wasn't talking the day before. She's like, I need to talk to you. And she was supposed to come and talk to me, but she couldn't. She was like, everything is okay, never mind. So, you know, I was like, okay. And then I knew it wasn't okay. She was like, give me a minute. And I, my response was, how long do you she was like a few days and I didn't understand it, you know, and I was asking her what it was about, but she would never give me a clear response on what it was about. She just kept saying, if you respect me, give me my space and give me a few days. And then, you know, the, what I felt in my spirit was breakup, heartbreak. I felt it because I knew it was coming. And it's very devastating, very precious. So June 7th, when she calls me over to the house because I had went early. I knocked on the door. I was so concerned. I was like, she's not ready to talk. She's not talking. I wasn't trying to force her to talk, but I was bracing myself, preparing for what I knew I was going to hear. So we went outside. Well, she came outside and she got in the car and, you know, we began to talk. She began talking to me, but I knew what was going on and I really didn't like what I was about to hear, but I had to hear it. I needed to hear it. And she was like, I need to be obedient. And I knew that, but it still hurt me. I couldn't even look at her. I turned my head the other way because I was so upset. I was being stubborn. But knowing she was still doing the right thing, I made myself to look at her in her eyes as she talked to me with tears streaming down her face. And I had tears streaming down my face as well. And she was like, I'm only gonna cripple you more. I'm only gonna hurt you more if I stay. I have to go back to my first love, which is God, and let him heal me. Which is so true. She needed to go back to God, to her first love, so he can heal her because she wasn't fit to be in a relationship with all the brokenness that she had going on. I'm saying had because she's being set free right now. And I have issues too that I need to heal from. She had deep-rooted issues from childhood. I have deep-rooted issues from childhood, but I never looked at her in any different way because of those issues. I never did. And, you know, God told me, said, 
that woman loves you with all of her heart. And I never had anybody to feel that way about me. And I know she did because she always showed it and expressed it. So when she said what she said, she said, you're the only person I've ever been with that I love. In this relationship, the only person that I've been with, I haven't been with anybody else. And I know she had And I believe her because I know she was being completely honest. She never lied to me. We never stepped out of out of the way and got into any sexual sin. We never fornicated. We never... Okay, um, sorry for the pause, but okay, where was I? Um, she was so wounded, you know. She needed God way more than she needed me. And, you know, I needed God way more than I needed her, and we all do. We can never make relationships idols, because even when we think we're not, if we don't think we are, then we are. If we're spending more time with them than God, then their relationship is definitely an idol. And, you know, we have to end things. We have to return to God and return to His covenant. We have to be healed. We have to be whole. So, you know, our last conversation was June night. She was like, do not conversate with you no more. This is our last conversation. She was like, I need to let you go. And, and I was devastated, but I still understood. And I kept saying, be whole, be healed. You know, and it was right. Right before my birthday, we had plans for my birthday. My birthday was yesterday, June 11th. We had plans. We were supposed to go to this gala, this gala event, and go dance the night away. She bought a beautiful royal blue dress, my favorite color. We were supposed to go dance and just have a good time and, you know, and go out the next day and go to dinner for my birthday and just enjoy ourselves and just, you know, enjoy life. But, you know, God had to step in and intervene and cut that thing off because it was hurting it was hurting me it was hurting me to see her hurt and it was beginning to bleed on me I was seeing her so hurt and I was trying to do stuff about it only God can do I kept praying I kept encouraging I kept praying I kept encouraging I kept sticking to it like God I know you're going to do it and you know the enemy kept toying with her mind saying this is this going back to this it was it was so much but even in this season of loneliness in this wilderness you know how Elijah was at the, at the, at the brook for three years he had to go into hiding he had to go in the wilderness to, to the press prophet he had to go in a place of isolation to be separated for preparation for ministry for God to do the things that God had called him to do God provided for him in every way that you can think of he had him in the wilderness where he sent him there providing him food and everything that he would need by the brook for three years and there alone he just fully relied on God he fully trusted God he had no other source of help but God but God provided every source of help that we need he says he's the reward of those who diligently seek him so I had to seek him even in that time I began to fast on June 7th this is my fifth day of fasting I just cried out to God I repented about making her item in a relationship. I repented about, you know, dismissing God because I know when we ended the relationship, the main thing was when I repented, I realized how much that I missed God and I realized how much that God had missed me. 
And it was so hurtful that I dishonored my father. It was so hurtful that I dishonored my father, the one who created me, my creator. I dishonored him. It was like I abandoned him and left him. I would pray a little bit. I would read. I would pray even more, but it wasn't the same. So I, too, had to return to my first love. One of the scriptures he gave me was Psalm 119, verse 169, where he says, Let my cry come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Because I didn't have an understanding, but I knew what I was doing was wrong. And I knew that I had to let this relationship go. I had to in order for her to be healed. If God wants to restore that relationship when we're both healed, then he very well can if he wants to. And he gave us the relationship. He honored the relationship. He gave us both the yes, but said that you would have to be real close to me in relationship in order for the relationship to work. But in that, I didn't know how close that I really needed to be. So I'm getting closer to him now, not because of that relationship, but because of what happened in the relationship is the reason why I'm getting closer, because I should have been getting closer anyway. I know the promise that he gave and I'm reminding God of his promise and sometimes we have to remind God of his promise and what he's told us and what he's given to us. I'm reminded of another scripture, Psalm 25, 14, where it says, The secret of the Lord is for those who fear him and he will make them know his covenant. He also said in Psalms 32 and 8 that I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Instructions, direction, he says, favorite verse, Psalm 3 and 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And always acknowledge him and he will make your pasture. And uh, Psalms 23, 4 and 5, he says, make me know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your path. Lead me in your truth and teach me for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day. Basically, we should be still and know that he is God. I don't know if any of you guys have been through a similar predicament, a similar situation where you had a godly relationship, a real godly relationship, where you trust each other, where you love each other, where you're faithful to each other, where you only want the things of God, but sometimes the things of God that he wants will get in the way of those things, and that's what happened, so he had to separate us, so our lines of communication are cut off. No phone call, no text, no seeing each other. We sat at church together. And that was the last time we seen each other. We sat by each other at church and it was so hard to sit with her in church. It was uncomfortable, but God told us to be normal. So for that day we were normal. But it was killing us on the inside to see each other knowing that we weren't together. So this is my first episode. You know, I pray that this helps you guys if anybody's going through that or even if anybody has a testimony out there that can testify the goodness of God of what he did in your season of the wilderness and separation and building you up and healing you and restoring you and returning you to his covenant if you have any testimonies feel free to chime in know, leave a message whatever it is I pray that God blesses you you receive this message. That God keeps you on all of your ways. This is Alton and I'm signing off from the Hidden in Christ podcast. First episode, The Journey. Thank you guys. Thank you all.
I love you with the love of Christ and be blessed.